That one egg was 40 eggs? That's a big fucking pile of garbage. I'm the farting demon in this relationship. <laughs> I'd be an awesome rich person. You're both just an embarrassment. God, I'm awesome. We're today. talking Tom Hanks and his vehicle. Yeah, I had my finger in my mouth waiting for you to finish. You gotta get four balls or something. Like dick piercing? Right. No, you know damn well I'm fucking that demon. It's still sexy. How could that be close and not be right? Yeah, I'll just kill some random dude. If you want cheese, you get a milk. You're waiting for me. No, I can hate on it. It sucked. Boners. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Plotty Time and here it is our final recap of 2023. We are talking about the five, the top five games we reviewed all five, this year. Uh, yeah, high scores. Five high scores. Five high scores uh, done by our perfect scoring system which is based on 81 stars. Mm-hmm. Who wants to bet the highest scores in over 25? No, it definitely no, is. No, it definitely is. Probably in the 40s. Oh no, we did have a really good one. All right, yeah. We had a couple of bangers this year. Um, it's hard to remember which games you did when you've been doing this for five years. It is. For real. I looked at some of these and I was like, we did that this year. <laughs> Jesus. Um, just a couple fun facts. There is no game we did before May 11th. That was our first one on our top five. List. Ooh, first hitter. I remember hitter. the top bottom five must be in the, the banger list from before. <laughs> I wonder if they're all from before there. I do remember um, that... We started off with a lot of stinkers in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember we did. us talking about that and being like, Jesus Christ, like, what are we doing? <laughs> um, some of the early games, they're not on the list, but just to give you guys a quick recap, Indigo Prophecy, mm. uh, that was one of the higher rated ones that did not make the list. Oh. Uh, oh. That was at 35. That didn't was make the game. list. Oh, damn. I played that. No, I, had, I played that last year. Really. Uh, we played our, yeah. <laughs> in that first uh, up until May. We also did games like Rise of Nightmares. Oh yeah, that was the Wii Xbox. Yeah. Xbox. Yeah, the the Connect game. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah, some yeah. weird. We were about like it, in the yeah. woods and come across. Yeah. Right, that was right. really fucking weird. Uh, Metroid Prime was oh, one we did. Yeah. Alone in the Dark Two. Uh, X Files Resistance Serve, which I am shocked I never heard of before we talked about it. Because <laughs> if you look at it, it's just like a Resident Evil game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not as good. But not nearly as good. <laughs> With your favorite characters too. But uh, it wasn't until May 11th we got into the first game. So. Oh, is it number five of May 11th? What we're going to do is we are going to talk about games five, four, and three. We're going to reminisce. We're going to play you guys a clip from the episode. And then uh, we're going to fuck off till next week where we go off on episode or number two and number one. And the bomb stinks. The, bombs, the biggest stinkers of 2023. And who boys smelled like shit. <laughs> it was in the poo world. Ooh, it was in the poo world. I actually, I, I didn't go through and look, but I'm pretty sure this was not the worst year we've had. I would like to, I was just going to say, I would like to see what the bottom <laughs> five of all time is. It's got to be quiet, man. That's good. Madden. I feel like this is this is gonna have to be a whole separate episode of the bottom five all time. <laughs> yeah, the worst the first, games of the worst ever. games of the first five years or something like that. Yeah, we'll have to record that for a, a special yeah thing sometime. I think we should just spend all this year doing recap episodes. <laughs> like, <we'll, laughs> I'm down. <laughs> we could absolutely do that. We could do five episodes a week, starting from our worst five and get to the top five best. No, they're just going to be clip shows. Like we're not even going to yeah. record. We're just if we do five a week for me, we can cover every game we've done. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Uh, I actually was thinking about that, doing like uh, the year in review, twenty nineteen, and just talking about the games we talked about in twenty nineteen. We did that with our top five, bottom five in twenty nineteen. Yeah, but no one remembers that. I know that was back before we sounded like a super professional podcast oh, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, when everything was really low. Back when we were little. 
Greenhorns. We started this a the year tiny before potters. the pandemic. Yeah. No, like 14 months before. Wait, you think we brought on the pandemic? I do now. <laughs> People wanted to hear more of us, so they thought if they were inside. Yeah, Fauci I mean, did that because he Fauci loved us. Fauci did it. <laughs> Fauci did, and they still didn't fire him, right? <laughs> Boom. Jesus Christ. I bet you I'm the only one here that has someone write hang Fauci at their work every day. Every day? Not every day. But I'm sure somebody every- said it. I'm sure they someone who came into my restaurant said it oh, too. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, they're, they're like really dusty at parts, and one guy's just he just writes around like hang Fauci or <laughs> wow in the dust. Cool people. Yeah. I never understood the Fauci hate. I just don't get it's it. That's what they're told to do, man. Yeah. Sheeple, right? Yeah. Fucking a man. Yeah. Mind controlled. Zombos. Go, uh, go and buy our stuff at the Flooding Time store. <laughs> yeah. You want to buy it. <laughs> yeah. But all right, let's get into the first game here. All right, number five. Uh, we Last year, we had six because We're tied. Five, six, five, and four all tied. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, not a problem this year. All right. That's good to know. Yeah. So our number five episode by score Gives us a total score for 37. Ooh, 37. Episode number 232, released July 20th, 2023. The game, Uncharted 3, Drake's Deception. We did that this year? I know, that's what I said, too. That does? (laughs) Yeah. I feel so long ago. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's a Drake game. Yeah. They're all fun. It's probably the worst Drake game out of the first three. That was the plane, wasn't it? It started with you on the cargo plane. Kali Desert. Mm -hmm. You're searching for... The Imam of the Sands. Can't think of what they call it. I don't remember. It was definitely yeah, a doctor Atlantis scientist. Of the Sands, yeah. It was a doctor scientist. Oh, bet. was it? Yeah. Very good point. Possibility. Yeah. Doctor scientist. Uh, you were on this list a couple times. Um, I I remember playing it. I enjoyed Uncharted 3. It's a good game. What's the name of it? Drake's Deception. Drake's Deception. No. Fuck. I can't remember it at all. Is this also the one where you went back in time and played as little Drake? That's what you I was thinking. For a little bit, yeah. In the beginning of the yeah, game. Like yeah. in Spain or whatever. Yeah. Because you get the... You, that's when you find the Drake's ring, and then they're all kind of looking for Drake's treasure. No, is that is that this one? I don't think so. I think that's four. It might be four. No, four. You're back when you're a kid. No, this is the one, or maybe it's two when you're. A little, I don't even remember. Anymore. This one had something to do with a map and a fortune. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I remember. Soli yeah. Soli was in it. But I, I know you're looking. No, it is the one because then you go and you go to you find like John D's laboratory, and you end up finding out. That they found this place in the sands and were trying to hide from it. Oh, that place that ate everything at the end. Yeah, there was a giant, right, right. a giant bronze thing in the well. Yeah, yeah, that was um, killing this, people. It, it was the game where you flash back to Colombia twenty yeah. years ago with young Drake, and he tries to steal from Sully. <clears throat> um, and it's the one where the British dude, who's the British guy, the good guy or the bad guy, the good guy. I don't remember, but he's pretty fucking cool. Oh like, yeah, he we broke his leg. Yeah. And it has it's the introduction of Chloe, who's probably the coolest character in the Uncharted games. Drake, Sully, and Irish show up. Oh, yeah. There's a, just looking through it, you go to France at some point, where you get into an underground thing, you talk about a chateau. Yeah, you're looking at cathedrals and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You go to Yemen, and Elena hooks him up with journalism creds to get them around. And this is where we find out that at some point, Drake and Alana, Elena? Elena were engaged, but it didn't work out. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they just keep trauma bonding until they finally get married. Yeah. It's good good play. Good that's play. that's the way it should work, I think. <laughs> Marlo is the bad guy? Yep. Okay, we're bad, remembering She's this. the bad woman, yes. Bad woman. Oh, yeah, she's the badass old lady. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's Drake Drake's 3. 
Drake Drake's three. Deception. Uncharted three. Drake's <laughs> Deception. Uh, how about we roll that clip now? Number three. Five. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Drake three. You get it. Tell us what it's all about. Well, it starts with Victor Sullivan and Nathan Drake walking into a bar. And you may remember them from the other two games. Ooh, is this some shady meeting? It Mark could be. Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, you Sully. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, they walk into some shady backroom deal. And there's two guys there. Talbot and like, a, he's kind of like a, a, I don't know, well-dressed kind of thug type guy. Mm-hmm. And Cutter, who's your typical grunt muscle guy. Okay. And they're like, Hey, here's some money. Now give us the ring. They're, they're exchanging. They're trying to buy Nathan's ring that he wears around his neck, which you may remember is, is uh, Francis Drake's ring. Of course. Mm-hmm. And of course, Victor's like, well, this money's fake. We can't trade it. And a fight breaks out. Whatever. You, you know how Uncharted works. Eventually, they break out of the bar and they're in the alley and uh, a car pulls up, a nice car, and this old lady gets out, well-dressed old lady, and she's like, uh, blah, 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 and she steals the ring from Drake. Oh, no. What? Yeah. Apparently, she's been looking for it for a while, and Nate had it. And then, uh, out of nowhere, Cutter shoots both of them, Nate, uh, Sully and Nate, and everybody drives away. <sighs> well, that's the end Game's of the over. Game. Yeah, that's All it. That's right. the game, well, everyone. It's, pretty it's good. a very unceremonious Death for Drake, right? Then it cuts back to 20 years earlier in Cartagena, Colombia. Ooh. And it has a, a childhood Nathan Drake. Is this the first time we see Kid Drake? I think so. Uh-huh. Yes. I mean, I'm 95% sure it is. Yeah. Uh, and uh, whatever. It, it's basically the story of how Nathan and Sully met. And Nate steal, it's about Nate steals the Drake's ring and... And at the end of this story, Kate Marlowe ends up with an astrolabe and they're supposed to be working together, whatever. Doesn't matter. Long story short, Sully is basically taking Nate under his wing as a child and going to raise some uh, great thief, I guess. He sees something in this little boy. Yeah. Who's stealing rings. Then it cuts back to the present. Mm -hmm. And uh, Marlowe is driving away and Cutter's like, all right, they drove away. You can get up. What? Yeah, it was all fake. Cutter's in on it. He's friends, fake. With, he's friends with Drake and Sully, and they set this all up. I, what? <laughs> I'm not exactly sure what they tried to accomplish with this. because Just to get her off the back, I think. Yeah, but she's going to figure out it's they. Well, spoiler. <laughs> they gave her a fake ring, but um, they didn't even end up with the money. Yeah. Like, I'm not exactly sure what the idea of this part was about to do. Yeah, why didn't they just... Wasn't it to figure out who they were working for or to follow them oh, back? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Maybe it was figure out... All right, well, that makes one more sense. Well, it makes the only thing that makes sense, really. Mm-hmm. Well, because Drake knew the ring had something to do with it, but he didn't know where to go or but he needed more clues. F- yeah, but he knew 20 years ago. Yeah, Victor knew. Didn't they? <laughs> okay, I swear that this is a real thing. <laughs> it could be, but Sully knew they were trying to find it 20 years ago, which is why I was confused by this. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. doesn't matter. Oh, now. okay. I think it, I think it was because they didn't have the decoder, so they wanted to get the decoder uh, and figure out where to go. They're trying to figure out where their decoder is. So right. they faked the death to fi- to follow them back to the hideout to find the decoder because they knew once they got the ring, they would go right to the decoder. Yeah, right, I right, think that's okay. what it is. Which I still think it's a wild story. Why didn't you just steal the decoder from them? Yeah. But oh, whatever. Anyway. 
So Sully and Cutter and uh, Nate walk, and then we meet the great Chloe. She comes back for after Uncharted 2 and is on helping with their schemes again. Of course. Why wouldn't she? And she's like, hey, I followed Marla Abbott to this place. They're still in there. They never came out. Go mm-hmm. in and find your whatever, Astrolabe. Mm-hmm. So they walk in, and of course, there's no there's some puzzles and underground tunnels. That's going to happen a lot in this game. Right. Yeah, a lot of those. A lot of those. And uh, eventually, they get to an underground study library, and uh, they're kind of watching Marlo go through this, and she uses the ring and the decoder. But of course, it doesn't work because it's a fake ring. It doesn't even fit. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you make it the same size at least? It might work. Who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. You probably only need a ring around that size. So they figure out it's a forgery. Like they must have followed us. Go figure out where they are. So everybody runs out trying to get to the entrance to make sure that they don't. Everyone's playing three yeah. D chess here, man. Backstabbing secrets and lies. So they all they they eventually sneak around, get the astrolabe, and Nate decodes something, and they eventually find a map. And like, all right, we got to get out of here. So they have to escape, shoot some people, run through tunnels again. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. They eventually get out, and they get to a safe house, and Nate's reading the map. And uh, they also took a book from T.E. Lawrence that Marlo was using. It's uh, Lawrence of Arabia, if you know what that story is. And uh, they're like, well, he was sent to find a city in Arabia by the queen. And they were just trying to, he found clues. And uh, those clues are somewhere. There were some in France and some in Syria. So we're mm-hmm. going to have to split up, believe it or not. Makes sense, dude. Yeah. So uh, Nate and Sully are going to go to France, and Talbot and Chloe are going to go to Syria. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're splitting up. Yeah, to find clues on the city that Lawrence was looking for. City of Brass. Ubar. Imam of the Pillars. Atlantis the Sands. That has goes so by many a lot names, of names, man. So Nate and Sully get to France, and they end up at this chateau in the woods. And like, hey, this is John Dee's chateau. Just like that uh, old underground place we found uh, Marlowe in. This is all John D stuff. John D's nuts. Boom. Nice. <laughs> Boom. Nailed it. I get. There we go. Oh, perfect. <laughs> that was dumb. I gotta be faster on these buttons. This is sad. <laughs> but uh, sad. love come jokes. There's one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a great one. They were going around and then they find a dead guy that in a suit and they're like, "Oh man, Talbot's here already." How they figure this out? Yeah, right. Doesn't matter. <laughs> There's more puzzles okay. and underground tunnels, and they eventually get to a grave, and they push it open, and it's like half of an amulet. Oh. And Nate's like, "Oh, the other half must be in Syria. That's how we can get them together and figure out where we're going." Makes sense. Mm-hmm. But of course, Talbot catches you while you're leaving. And he's like, "Yoink! Give me the amulet. Uh, I'm leaving. Here's a bunch of bugs." And this happens in the game where bugs chase you, and you have to. Are they spiders? Uh, they're just some sort of bug. They okay. could be spiders. I don't know. Some secret bug nobody knows about anymore. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a little late. You play a chump slap? No. I, I know Papa Scotch did, and I did. But oh yeah, absolutely. So you run away from the bugs, and this happens a couple of times in the game where bugs start chasing you. Mm-hmm. It's really annoying and kind of dumb. I don't like it. Right. And then you will kind of escape the bugs because they won't go in the light. And uh, you find Talbot's guys trying to burn the chateau down. Of course. And, yeah. So you have to escape the burning chateau, which is also annoying. Eventually, Sully and Nate, they escape and they're like talking. And Sully's like, are you sure this is all worth it, Nate? There's a lot of people trying to kill us. And uh, we don't even know what we're trying to do anymore. And Nate's like, 
Fuck you, Sully. It's, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna find this treasure. It's my life's journey. Yeah, everyone. Every time it's his life's journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but then he, then he's like, although we were followed, that must mean Chloe and Cutter are followed too. So we got to f- hurry off to Syria. Mm-hmm. So cut to Syria, and Nate and uh, Sully are there, and they can't get a hold of uh, Chloe and Cutter. <sighs> so they're. That's what do you mean? They're trying to call him on the phone, and it's not working. Oh, okay. well, well, that yeah, was very literal. Ran out of minutes. Well, you find that out later. <laughs> Spoiler. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, Nate and Sully are sneaking around. They eventually run into Chloe and Cutter. They're fine. They're okay. And uh, Cutter tells Nate, he's like, well, I've been reading these books, and it appears that all these guys, Drake and Lawrence and the Queen and John D and blah, 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 are all part of the secret society who have been trying to find this thing in the desert. And Marlowe's the present day leader of that same group that it's lasted oh, for of years. Of course. There are so many goddamn like secret societies in these goddamn games. There has to be, or right. else it wouldn't be found already. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, they're sneaking around trying to figure out where the other part of the clue is. And eventually they get seen, and there's some rockets shot at you and stuff flying around, blah, blah, blah. More puzzles and more underground tunnels. Cryptic, cryptic society bullshit of finding symbols and whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, while they're doing one of the puzzles, they're searching through these things. Cutter gets drugged by Talbot. He gets shot with like a, a dart. A dart, yeah, a drug dart. Some trippy dart. Yeah, and Cutter's like suggestive, and he's like, "Don't trust Nate. Give me your gun. Give me all your books. Give me everything." And he has to. And Cutter can't do it because he's drugged. You know, you know how hard it is. You know how that works. They obviously just bring them along bring him along with them because even though he's fucked up they need him and of course there's a little scuffle between cutter and drake here it doesn't really matter now i haven't played it obviously since it came out but was this really feels like it was an escort mission kind of because he breaks his leg not yet oh no he's just all tripping out and you're still trying to like yeah. not leaving him, him behind uh, yeah and fight him off yeah trying to whatever yeah but eventually you find another uh grave of templars or whatever the fuck they are and you open it up, and it's the other half of the amulet. Oh, thank God. And they're like, oh, now we have both halves. Oh, no, Talbot has the other half. But I drew it. Nate's always thinking. Classic Nate. Just like on the Indiana Jones when he uses the piece of paper and the charcoal on the Knight Templar's shield. Yeah, exactly. and uh, like um, the Big Lebowski when he's at Jackie Treehorns. It's <laughs> another pull. great example. <laughs> another great example of using shading to show what's written underneath it. Yeah. We've all seen it done in movies. What an underappreciated bit that was. <laughs> yeah. Especially when he gets done, he looks like he's like, what the fuck? He gets to crumble it apart in his pocket. <laughs> then barely makes it back on the couch. Yeah, and then he gets arrested and has a picture in his pocket. <laughs> anyway, once they pick up the amulet, of course, bugs rush in. There's puzzles, platforming, running from bugs, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they eventually find a map to Yemen, too. Yeah, is this when they find uh, the... Star map? No, they find the star map in Yen. Oh, yes, yes, okay. But like, all right, we have this map to Yemen. We have both halves of the amulet. We're going to escape now. Whatever. Falling way out. They eventually run away, and Talbot's like, nope, nope, we aren't going anywhere. And they all pull their guns on him. And they're like, well, we got a secret weapon. And Cutter turns, and he's pointing his gun at you. (gasps) What? Yeah. And they're like, throw all your guns down, Nate. Throw all your guns down, Chloe. Throw all your gloves down, Sully. Cutter's like, I'm drugged. I can't stop. (laughs) 
And then Talbot's like laughing. He's like, ha ha, shoot him anyway. And then Talbot's like, no, I'm not drugged. I'm tricking you. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> he really shook that off pretty fast, huh? I, I don't. Why do you let them throw their guns down? Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. I, I was thinking that too. I'm like, if you're going to trick him anyway, why not just pull the trigger right away at Talbot? And yeah. the other guys still have their guns. <laughs> that's, that's a really good question. I didn't even put that together. <laughs> I was anyway. just like, man, he walked that off real fast. Yeah. So, uh. They eventually run from Talbot, some shooting, some whatever. Talbot eventually captures Cutter and takes the amulet from Cutter. So now Talbot has both pieces of the amulet. And, Mar- and Marlo's like, Cutter, you used to be such a good guy on our side. Now you're a piece of shit. Let's burn him down. <gasps> so they set the tower on that Cutter's on. And Cutter's like, well, I better jump so I don't die. He jumps off the tower and breaks his leg. No choice whatsoever. He had to jump off. Yeah. So then they kind of have to escort him out with a broken leg, too. Yeah. And they eventually get out, escape. That's all Uncharted games are, is puzzles, underground tunnels, and escaping firefights. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's the loop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as they get out, Chloe starts asking the same questions that Sully was asking. Like, Drake, do you really think this is worth it, what we're doing here? I mean, our boy Cutter just broke his leg, and he almost burned to death if he didn't break his leg. So, I mean, yeah, right. it's not much of a choice here. And Nate's like, I can't let them win. I'm going to cheat. I'm not going to let them win. <laughs> We're going. Do you, think that's the, do you think that's the same thing internally that all these Call of Duty cheaters are thinking? Like, yeah. I can't let those cheaters win. I have to cheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably right. I think I think Nate's having a, a flaw in his character exposed here. No. So uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll keep going. Maybe. So off to Yemen they go, and Sully's like, mm, "I know somebody there, but you're not going to be happy." And Nate's like, "No." <gasps> and when they get in Yen, guess who's there? Papa Scotch. Fucking uh, uh, Elena. Oh. Fisher from the first two games. Oh my goodness. God. Shouldn't have blanked on that name that hard. Yeah. 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 I, I would have assumed you had it written down. <laughs> the journalist? I just maybe? kept thinking Emily Rose, obviously. Yeah, I, was that, trying, I was thinking of uh, her character from Haven, and I was like, that's not her name. Exactly. The actress came to mind. Uh, yeah, Elaine is there, and she got them press passes, and she's like, all right, you guys are here. I got your press passes. Don't do stupid shit. And Sully's like, all right, I'm leaving. You two can talk. And then Elaine and Nate have a talk about. What apparently was a relationship from the last time uh, Elena's, I guess they're broken up or on a break right now would be the thing. Uh, they were married, maybe divorced here. I'm not sure. I don't know. Were they engaged or married? Well, no, Drake had a ring. So. Yeah, yeah, she has a ring on too. They were married. Yeah, they both have rings, so I assume. Uh, and then, of course, Elena is trying to give Nate a talking to here about his stupid obsessions and how he has to stop with this. And Nate's like, I'm okay. I can do it. And she's like, no, you're going to get other people hurt. Like Sully. No, that's Sully. Yeah. Like Sully. And Nate's still like, well, you're still wearing the ring. You're obsessed a little bit. <laughs> no, he good, doesn't say good that. Comeback. Yeah. Good comeback. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, well, it kind of helps me here, which I don't really know Yemen, but maybe I can see that. Stops people from hitting on her. Yeah. They're like, well, we got to, where do you guys want to go? Uh, we're trying to find it. And eventually they also see Talbot's geyser there, which is weird. Well, not weird because they have everything that Nate found. They don't have the map, do they? I thought they got it from Talbot. Oh, um, yeah. From Cutter. Yeah, from Cutter. That's it. Yeah, they got the books. That's right. That's right. They got everything, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was kind of still drugged. He handed it over to them. Mm-hmm. And blah, blah, blah. They're like, eventually they tell Elena what's going on. And Elena's like, you guys... I got you here. You can't keep doing this. You're obsessed. And Nate's like, no, I'm not obsessed. Uh, you're the one. Yeah. 
But they eventually find the place where they're supposed to go. It's a giant well, and there's puzzles and secret tunnels and entrances. And they eventually find a celestial map. Mm, and they're yes. like, this must be the stars from where the thing is. Can you remember this, Sully? And Sully's like, got it. <laughs> right. Nailed it. Yep, nailed it. Done. In the head. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because the stars would be different. Yeah. But. <laughs> don't, don't get hung up on the details here. <laughs> well, I guess, we're I guess Sully can move the stars back 400 years in his head. Yeah, he's pretty good at this stuff. But guess what comes out when they find the map? Bugs again. And of course, they run, Elena and Sully and Nate run, and then they end up in this room with like ominous quotes like, death will come to you and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, Drake must have been here and just went wrote, started writing stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, right. And then Elena makes a very good point to Drake that doesn't click with him yet. And she's like, he went around the world and traveled thousands of miles to try to find this place, got this far and quit. Why don't you just turn around too? Nope. And he's like, nah, not going to happen. I mean, that is a really good point, right? Yeah. She's like, whatever he saw or knew was behind that door made him pack up, take all his shit home, lie about what he found. Yeah, change all his notes and books and history, basically, just so nobody knew what he did and where he was. Yeah. Yeah, but we have to figure out why. (laughs) Andre's like, yeah, it's crazy, right? We have to know, right? And she's like, no, no, we don't. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, they eventually work their way out of the well, and they're walking around. And, of course, Nate gets drugged by a dart. Oh, no. And I remember this part being stupid. I hated walking around as you were drugged in this game. That's the worst. I know what you mean. Yeah, you're kind of, like, trying to uh, whatever. But he gets drugged, and then eventually he's walking through these streets, and it starts changing the different streets that he's been in and blah, blah, blah. And eventually he wakes up, and it's him and Marlo at a table. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marlo's like... I know you're not really Nathan Drake. That's not your name. You're not related to Drake. You're just some orphan doing blah, blah, blah. And Drake's like, oh, shit. And she's like, well, I need you anyway, because I got to find Sully, because we know that he has the map in his head. <laughs> of course he awesome. does. How did the, they Why would him? they know that? That's the real question. I don't know. I do not know that at all. I don't think it's ever explained. Sully is known by everybody for having a steel trap. And the second he sees something, it's in his brain. Actually, I I think she explains that when he was drugged, he told them. Yeah, yeah, she does say that. Oh, so maybe it's their own, like their last chance to figure it out. Well, I hope he has it in his head. She says, like, how do you know that? She's like, well, yeah, you you told told me everything. (laughs) Gotcha. And then she tries to, like, sort of bash Victor to Nathan, I guess, to try and change him, change his opinions on him. Like, he's going to tra- he's gonna trade on you. He's going to cheat you out of money here. It's more suggestion because he's drugged, I think. Yeah, but it still doesn't really make sense because whatever. It, they got to know Nate's better than that, not to fall for such stupid things. And then Nate's like, nope, and flips the table. <laughs> yeah. Good nice. on him. And he starts chasing Talbot because Talbot came by and said, hey, I know where Sully is. I'm going to go find him. I'm going to go get him. Mm-hmm. And you eventually chase Talbot down and uh, catch Talbot. And you have a fight with Talbot here. And then some guy sneaks up behind you and hits you in the back of the head with a board. Ooh. Concussion number 10 for Nate. At least. (laughs) And uh, this time, Nate wakes up tied to a chair on a boat. Mm -hmm. Talking to pirates. Classic Nate. Yeah. (laughs) Classic Nate. I mean, it really is. Like, he's (laughs) often knocked out and waking up tied up. It's not the first time he's woke up tied to a chair. No. And the guy's like, hey, man. And we're back. Thanks for coming back. 
listening to us talk about video games. And now we're going to go into our number four <laughs> video game of every year. Oh, of every year. Every year. Every year that has ever existed. The best video game. Are you going to call Long Island Sal? Oh, shit. <laughs> I don't have my fucking board. I can't call anybody. <laughs> yeah, his phone's not here. Okay. Yeah, my phone's not here. <laughs> I can't make that happen. Uh, but yeah, you heard it. Great game. We talked about it. Number four. Uh, this is a game we gave a score of 38. So one point better Ooh. than Uncharted 3. I believe it was a game that took us all kind of by surprise on how much we liked it. Mm. Episode number 225 released June 1st, 2023, The Saboteur. Oh, the Saboteur. Yeah, it's the one that's set in World War II. The guy who drives cars. Mm-hmm. Oh, stuff up. yeah. And I love that mechanic where it's like if you were in Nazi occupied territory, it would be black and white. Yeah. And then when you liberate it, when you the liberate, color came yeah, back. Yeah. And the characters were, I remember them saying something like, Man, it just feels different now. Yeah. It was interesting. It was an interesting way to present yeah. the game. Yeah. It was any any game where you kill Nazis is gonna be high up on the list, probably. Yeah. Absolutely it is. Because fuck them. <laughs> Especially if you're a race car driver too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what you gotta watch out for? Race car Nazis. Yeah. Because apparently yeah, he takes out a couple in this game. He sure yeah, does. They, they take him out in a race, don't they? In the beginning. Yeah. Then he gets caught breaking in and then Oh, yes. Trying to drive the car off a cliff or something. Yeah, he that's right. He was trying to drive the car off a cliff to say, fuck you to that other guy. And then the Nazis showed up and like arrested him. But because because he was close to like one of their bases, but he didn't know he was. Yeah, they yeah. just assumed he was like a spy finding their base. Yeah, because he was. He was yeah. Irish. But the guy he was with was and it was a whole thing. But it was, was he good. Irish? Was he Irish? He was, well, he was either Welsh or Irish or Scottish or something. Yeah, came from around something that area. Something that wasn't English. Yes, yes. One of those island people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that uh, was a good one, I think, if I yeah. remember correctly. I kind of... Uh, it's it's, like it's Grand not Theft what Auto-y. I expected to be in our top five. No. I remember uh, playing it. I remember... No, I didn't play it. That's right. I remembered I had a roommate that played it, and it came out at a time where I had already played like three open world games in a row. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I just don't... I can't do another one. I can't. Because it, it was very much like Just Cause-ish. Yeah, with yeah, the with the liberations and, and shit. Yeah, and blowing up stuff. And I think I just played that, so I was like, ugh. But I remember it coming out. I remember being interested in it, but I I never played it. It was by Pandemic Studios. Sean Devlin was the main character. Oh, yeah. That's right. You you start at the Nazi titty bar. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Just How do you forget bar. about that? Yeah, but it was like full-on boobs, like immediately. Yeah, yeah. The game started. And like, you have to meet. Show this? Is this allowed? And you have to meet somebody and talk to them. Yeah, I remember this. Veronique is the, the female. That's anyway, right. You guys out there, do you just want to hear us uh, talk about it for real back when we actually did research on this? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of remember it. It's fun. I probably knew more about it then. That sounds fun. Well, how about you uh, listen to us talk about it right now? Well, the game opens up with a dude in a bar in Paris. His name is Sean Devlin. He's your main protagonist through the story, the one you play as. Mm-hmm. Sure. And uh, he's drinking some adult beverages and an annoying guy sits next to him and he's like hey man i heard you hate nazis and he's like yeah so whatever and then he eventually ends up calling you a coward and uh he's like hey man join the resistance and fight these guys but first prove it to me yeah everyone's doing it dude yeah so he gives you a basically i guess an mission to induct you into the resistance and it's just a blow up a fucking ammo depot or is it pet, it's petrol depot? Sorry. Yes. So uh, you beat up some Nazis, you parkour up some buildings, and you blow up this thing. I 
I wrote down one of the quotes in here because it made me laugh. He's like, make a little explosion because Nazis are trained to investigate explosions. <laughs> awesome. Well, that's some good training. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Awesome. <laughs> but anyway, you blow up this this uh, depot and uh, you just go back to the bar and you're in, you find out the guy's name is Luke and he's the head of the resistance. He's like, man, it's good to have you aboard. And then boom, cuts to a black screen says three months earlier. <gasps> Ooh, Did you mention what your name is? Sean Devlin, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. I was playing with the soundboard. Yeah, I, know, I know. <laughs> Zach Moon. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was the soundboard. I know. It was making it funnier. It's great. Somehow it's funnier. Yeah. All right, um, anyway. Anyway, it cuts to three months earlier, and you basically find out that you're a professional driver, and... This, your friend uh, Vittore, who's kind of like your mentor, I guess. Whatever. Yeah. He has a car and he's going to, he, he uh, puts you in this race and you're going to go racing it. Make a big name for yourself. Going to Germany. Uh-huh. So uh, you and Vittore and your friend Jules, and I can't remember his last name, and his sister Ver- Veronique yeah. all head out to Germany to bring this car and enter this race. You eventually get to the place where the race is and you go into a bar and uh, some dickhead walks in. And he's like a famous race car driver named Dierker. A bunch of stupid things happen. Blah, blah, blah. Sure, sure. There's a bar brawl. Whatever. You run outside and uh, Sean runs into an old flame of his named Skyler. Fuck buddy. Yeah, basically. That's what they make it sound like. Yeah. She's like, you got to get out of the cop's way. Follow me. So you whatever. You get run away. Then there's some hanky panky with Skyler. And then it goes the next day. And uh, you start the race, and during the race, Dierker, the dickhead German guy, shoots your tire to win. Mm-hmm. Which he's is, not a cool dude. No, no. The superiority of the German race is trying what he's proved here, but he cheats to win, which I don't get. Anyway, Vittori, like afterwards, you're like, I'm gonna go fuck him up, and Vittori's like, No, man, you can't do it. I'm not letting you at him. And then you're like, all right, I'm just going to fuck up his car because they're going to show it off tomorrow and it won't be anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's driving off a cliff, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and Skyler warns you, he's like, don't fuck with Dierker. He's going to be mad and you can't get caught and whatever. So Jules is like, I'll go with you. So you and Jules go and uh, break into this compound that Dierker's at, which I believe is called Doppelsig. Yeah, whatever. Sure is. Something like that. No, I don't know. I I think it is. But uh, you break in. You find his car. I guess you hotwire it. I don't know. I don't know how cars in the 40s work. I think they just said buttons you push. Maybe. I think he just yelled at him and they started. Okay. That sounds about right. And uh, you steal his car and you drive it off a cliff. Oh, sick. But uh, you get caught by some soldiers and get knocked out. This is the first knockout scene. So you wake up to uh, your buddy Jules getting tortured by Dierker. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, man, tell me who you're working for in British Intel. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. And then he comes over and asks you, and he's like, whatever. And he's like, well, if you're not going to talk, I'm going to shoot Jules. And he shoots Jules right in the head. Boom. Oh, no. Right there, right in front of you. <laughs> and uh, you, like, break your chains and attack Dierker. And you kill a bunch of Nazis, and you eventually escape. But uh, you get to uh, outside the thing and you find the Gestapo's attacking your friends. And you're all like, hey, we got to get out of here. Let's escape to Paris. Okay. It'll be safe there, guys. Yeah, yeah. There's no way the Germans are going to take Paris in a couple of years. Not at all. 
But uh, you eventually escape to Paris and you tell Jules' parents that Jules is dead and you're like, I'm going to get revenge. And that kind of cuts to black. And of course, as anybody knows, the Germans take Paris. <sighs> yeah, they sure do. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, yeah. It's wild, man. <laughs> when was that? Like, when you went to Germany to do the, the race, right? It was like three months ago. Yeah. There were plenty of Nazis around. So were Nazis already... I think they were already invading Poland at this point and Norway? I assume so. It was 1940. Yeah, I don't know why you're all okay with doing a race. I assume it was around three months before they invaded France, which wouldn't be... They Paris fell to the Nazis on June 14th, 1940, so it would have been March-ish. Yeah, March-ish, but anywhere between March and June. But I guess you're safe in Paris. So uh, that's the origin story behind our protagonist Sean Devlin mm-hmm. he vows revenge against the Germans for shooting his friend okay so uh, then it cuts back to the future and Luke it cuts to you and Luke and Luke's like hey man you're great thanks for blowing up Nazi shit and uh, Veronique's there and she's like hey you're just gonna piss Nazis off and they're gonna be coming for you and you talk to Vittori again and... oh no the Nazis took Vittori yeah because of the full oh. Because the fuel depot exploded. The fuel depot exploded. So like, oh, we got to cut down this resistance. And for some reason, they took Vittori. Well, he's probably the biggest biggest threat. Yeah. So uh, you got to save him. And there's a mechanic here where you steal uniforms and people don't know you're a Nazi. Mm-hmm. And you sneak into the compound. You eventually see Vittori there. Save him. And Luke gets shot. And he's, he's like, well, the bombers are coming. Let's go. So you escape with Luke and Vittori. And they take you to the resistance headquarters. Blah, blah, blah. And you have to do some stealing and trading for antibiotics and stuff to save Luke. That's where you meet Santos. Yeah, Santos. Yeah, You meet Santos. He was like a black market dealer. Yeah. He always has you run jobs for him to get things you need. Yeah, trade contraband for... Yeah, contraband for antibiotics or yeah. fake papers, whatnot. Now, I don't know if you know this, Dr. Scientist. I don't, have, any, have any of us played this? I have not played it. No. No. I have not. Um, is Santos also just like another vendor in the game, or is he just like a mission giver? I, I think he's just a vendor, too. Well, he's both. I yeah. Think. Well, he, yeah, he gives you missions, because you have to do missions to get the shit that yeah. he's selling. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he, he's like, you do this for me, I'll give you what you need. Yeah, he's both. And so you go back to the resistance, and they're like, hey, man, you need to prove yourself. Go break out some foreign legion soldiers that are in the thing. We'll get more allies if you do this. So that's what you do. Break into this German thing. Break out a guy named Le Crochet and all his friends. <laughs> the Crochet. So yeah, oh, you're looking better and better. You're making allies to try to join the resistance. Right. Mm-hmm. And then this scene happens where Skylar shows up and is like, hey man, let's have a drink. And you're like, all right, I'm going to get laid. But nope, she drugs you. Oh no, she dropped a Mickey in his drink. Yep. And you wake up, and there's a dude in front of you who's extremely British. And he's like, <laughs> his name is Bishop. Of course it is. And he's like, I want to recruit you for something. Do a favor for me. I don't know why. Like, why would you try and recruit him without knowing what, whatever. Yeah, just some random guy. It's like, hey, just get this thing for me. Yeah, I think it's also weird that you had a, like a double cross that wasn't really a double cross it was more like a we're gonna knock you out so you can uh not come see, meet my boss yeah yeah well so you don't know the way yeah but i mean it's still kind of unnecessary yeah, yeah. it's i don't know it makes you think that she's gonna be extremely evil but she's on the britain side which are the good guys so uh he explains that uh if you do a favor for him he'll wipe your record which they don't really explain too much of how you have a record and you're not allowed back in ireland 
Yeah, they don't go into that really, do they? Maybe in like other side yeah. missions, but but he's like, I'll clear your record and uh, I'll tell you where Dierker is if you go steal a box from a graveyard full of Nazis. You're like, all right, I guess I'll do it. I was going to do that anyway. Yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> so Sean gets uh, an outfit. He goes and sneaks into this mausoleum full of Nazis and he finds the box that uh, Dierker wants and uh, curiosity gets the best of him and he opens it. Oh, it's Marcellus Wallace's soul, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly what it is. Oh, they just said in his backstory that he was wanted by the Irish government for a number of crimes. Yeah, I didn't think they... Uh, yeah, they don't tell you what. I think he was like a gangster back home before any of this happened. I thought he was a race car driver, but yeah. Maybe he's a moonshiner. Maybe? Maybe? Did, did they need to moonshine in Ireland? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know shit about Ireland. Hey, I mean, it was over in the U.S. by the 40s. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Yeah. But he did something bad. Yeah. But anyway, he opens it up, and it, it is just a glowing thing, and they don't show you what it is. No. And uh, Skylar shows up, who's apparently been following you this whole time, and was like, well, she was going to pick you up outside. She's like, it's smart if you just forget what you saw. And yeah, he's like, all don't. right, let's carry this big box out of here. And uh, you give it to Deer, or Bishop, and he's like, did you look? And you're like, no, 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 no. There's no way I would have looked. He's just like, like you said, it's none of my business. Yep. And then he's like, hey, Dierker's in town. You can go get him, which is a really shitty way of say, of coming through on your promise here. Of, yeah, he's over here before he flies yeah. away. Go get him. Yeah, I hated that. It was like, oh, I know I said I would give you Dierker, but he's actually less than a mile from here. Go get him, buddy. Yeah, it's not even like, ah, Bishop is a dick. Mm-hmm. You know what he gets? He gets a... Yeah, fuck that guy. And uh, while we're at it. (laughs) So you're like, all right, I'll drive a mile away and break into this Nazi hideout to find Dierker. And you do. And Dierker kind of like, there's shots fired and you end up on a Zeppelin and you fight with Dierker. And Dierker jumps off with a parachute. And then the Zeppelin starts going down on fire. And it kind of just cuts to a scene where you're coming out of water. Yeah. You're like, oh, I crashed in the water and Sean survived. They never really explained how that happened. No, it's pretty lucky. It's like he came to on the shore almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I even like, there must have been something cut out from the video. So I checked other videos to see and it's like right at the end. It just cuts right to this scene. Hmm. So uh, I guess that's not a great way to have your story go. But it's never explained how he does it. But you live. So eh. And then there's a scene where Vittori's like scolding you. He's like, you can't go for revenge. It's not what you're doing. And I, don't, I wish I would have wrote what he says because all I wrote was, you're a dick about it. Uh, <laughs> so I guess it's just like, I'm going to go revenge all I want. I don't want to help people. I don't get this part because it was like he had the choice. So, and Luke was like, this resistance is, is bigger than your bullshit. Yeah. And he's and like, no, my bullshit's bigger. Yeah. It's like, if we don't pull this off, a lot of resistance members are going to die and the Nazis are going to like really secure their foothold in Paris. And then he's like, sorry. I got to go take care of my bullshit. Yeah, he's like, that's not why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, he comes into Luke and Ver- Veronique drinking. He's like, hey, there's cells who are want to join, and uh, we're going to send you to see if uh, they'll join. So you just ask him and convince him to join us. Which, yeah, the guy who's not really all into the whole thing. Yeah. It's yeah, like, go ask other people to join. Didn't really make much sense to me either. Yeah. I was like, why are you sending this guy who nobody's going to know? Go send an Irishman yeah. on behalf of France. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So there's so you go and they're like, hey, uh, Santos, you go to Santos to try and get papers to go through some checkpoints. And he's like, hey, blow up a German convoy for me. 
And you're like, all right. So you blow it up and he gives you the things. So then you get to this cell and uh, I believe you meet Margot here. Yeah, Margot. And she's like, hey, uh, all you got to do is prove to us that you are on our side and uh, we'll join your fight in the revolution here. Well, resistance is more. Resistance. Yeah. It's like, go save our guys from the Nazi camp, which you're like, all right, that's what I'll do. Fine. So you go and save Bryman here, who's a member of her gang. And she's like, all right, we'll help you in the resistance. So you go back to Luke and all kinds of other stuff, blah, 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 blah. blah. He's like, oh, well, we got to do some more stuff against the Nazis. Let's blow up a siege gun. Why not? Yeah, sabotage the Nazi cannon. <laughs> That's what I read. <laughs> That's what you do. So you climb up on top of a building and you sabotage a Nazi like anti-aircraft gun. Oh, yeah. It's like an asinally large cannon on top of like a, a corner store tower of some sort. Yeah. yeah. So you do that. And then you get to Bishop and he's like, hey, uh, do you know why Jules was killed? And you're like, well, because we drove a dude's car off a lot, Cliff. And he's like, no. They were killed because uh, they thought you and Jules saw too much. And he kind of explains here that the place you broke into and drove the car off a cliff was actually a German atomic fission research lab. Of course it was. Yeah, which is amazing that you could just jump a fence and go steal a car from. Yeah, because if you were spying, you would definitely drive a car off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. To draw attention to yourself. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Like, they never put it together that, oh, this is this is just some asshole in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, he, yeah, like he didn't know the guy he shot's fucking wheel. Yeah, and whatever. Yeah. So. Well, they still broke into a government, a military yeah. research place, but still. But. but like, Sean Devlin probably has this whole history of racing. Yeah. And I could see where like Durker and the Germans would be like, oh, you're a spy because we heard of English spies around here and you were on the grounds of our super secret project that we know you know about and they're spying on. Yeah. But in reality, you just get dragged into this because you were in the wrong fucking place and you decide to trash this car. Yeah, yeah, because you wanted to have a little drunk pal around with your buddy. Because you wanted to have a a little comedy and drive some guys' cliff right off, car off a cliff. I I like it. I kind of like how that develops. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like I no, I I do. I I like how it's like just wrong place, wrong time. Yeah, just wrong place, wrong time. You killed his buddy trying to get information. Eventually, I'm sure Durker was like. Fuck this guy! I don't think this guy knows anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, well, I, I'm a Nazi. I got to keep being evil. You know, that's what I, that's what we do. And then Devlin's basically like, "Oh, you just fucked with the wrong dude," and then makes it his life goal to destroy every Nazi, including Durker in Paris. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way it. the way I, you I put like it. It made it there. much better than in my head. Right. Well, it doesn't have to always be like you're the one man army hero guy. This yeah. was just a guy. that's like I know explosives and I hate Nazis. Let's do this. Yeah. So uh, they also explained to you that a a German scientist is defecting to their cause, and uh, he's going to be on a train. So we're going to board the train, blow up the train, but save the guy from it and make them think he's dead. Perfect. Makes total sense, yep. man. So that's what you do. You jump on this train, and you get to... You eventually fight your way through the train, killing a bunch of Nazis, and you get to Dr. Kessler, and he's like, are you Dr. Kessler? He's like, are you the guy from trying to get me? He's like... Yeah, and he's like, ha ha, I knew it was you. And he gets up to shoot you. And there's a fight. You end up killing him. And then you find the real Dr. Kessel tied up in a closet. <sighs> Fucking Nazi trickery, dude. Yeah, the Nazis almost you know had you. And you're like, come on, we got to save you. Put your papers on that guy. So they think it, that you're the dead guy. And we'll jump off this train. So you jump off the train. You're like, all right, we got to hide Kessler. 
and we'll take him to Luke and he'll figure it out whatever. But then uh, as you're driving there, Dr. Kessler's like, you got, I'm not going to do anything for you guys until you save my daughter who's held by the Germans. They're forcing me to work so I can get my daughter back. So you got to save her. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And they try to say no. They're like, nah, fuck you. And he's like, well, I'll just kill myself then. Yeah, he's like, I can just leave. Yeah. And then there's some talk of Skylar and Luke here of joining up between Britain and the uh, French resistance and trying to stop the Nazi advance, blah, blah, blah. Historical stuff. Makes sense. And uh, once again, you do some bullshit for Santos. And uh, you have to earn trust of the next group, which is Duval Mingo, the southern rebel leader of Paris. That's when they want to have like a three group leader meetup yeah and luke or and sean yeah some guy who really doesn't care and the three leaders <laughs> yeah, makes sense mm-hmm. dude and they're all meeting out in the public yeah at night yeah, just in, in an occupied middle... co- state what yeah no just like in the middle of a courtyard under a huge public statue yeah yeah, yeah. Totally in the middle of an sense. occupied city mm-hmm. so guess what happens do the germans find out yes the germans ambush. Oh, not the z's you nailed it <laughs> And uh, blah, blah, blah. Eventually, you, everybody escapes, and they go, and they all have a meeting. And uh, they tell you that they hatched this great plan, and there's a great Nazi Grand Prix that's going to happen, and you're going to race in it. Makes sense. I could pretend I'm a, a German. Yeah. They're like, hey, I know you don't really want to do it, but guess who else is going to be in the race? Not the Nazi race car driver. Yeah, the Nazi race car driver. Oh the guy he's been looking to get back at the entire fucking game. Yeah, it's oh, amazing. Not, not only can I beat him at a race, but I can get back at him too. <laughs> oh, sweet. And he's like, uh, go see Vittore. He has some stuff. And he's like, well, guess where our car is? Oh, my God. It's here in Germany? Yeah. Or Eck- no, the, Paris. A man named Eckhart has it, who's kind of like the German leader. I guess he's above Dierker. And he's like, let's go steal it and... Get it back. You're like, all right, so you steal it. Do some stupid mission, killing Nazis, whatever. Sure. And uh, you're like, I know how we can hide this car from everybody. Let's paint it red. Oh, sick. So you do. I love that. I, like, we have this famous car that everybody in the racing circuit knows about. It actually has its own name. The yeah. Aurora. The Aurora. <laughs> the Aurora. And they're like, all right, well, we can't use the Aurora. Everyone's going to know it's the Aurora. They're like, I have an idea. Let's make it red. <laughs> yep. Nobody will know. Sick. Stupid Z's. <laughs> Stupid Z's. I got tired of writing Nazi out, so I just called them Z's from here on out. So then uh, you also, while you're waiting for the race, you're like, all right, let's go save Kessler's daughter. We know where she is. We're going to do it. So you break into another Nazi compound, save Kessler's daughter, Maria, and save some resistance members, and you blow up some bullshit, and you unite the Kesslers, and then all of a sudden the Nazis attack the, the resistance headquarters. Oh, shit. And of course, the, they followed you. They couldn't have, blah, blah, blah. You fight off some Nazis. Some explosions happen. And eventually Luke and Veronique are there. And like, we'll hold them off. You guys escape. So everybody else kind of escapes through the back while Luke and Veronique are holding off the things. Blah, blah, blah. I believe Luke gets stuck under some rubble here or some bullshit, whatever. I think that's after oh, that might, is that they like, go to the catacomb base first. Yeah. Oh, okay. But anyway, you uh, go there and you find Luke and he's like, guess what? They captured Veronique, but I got away. Yeah. And Sean's like, well, we got to save her. And he's like, no, we can't. We have to let her go and we have to stop the Nazis with our plan. This is more about and, the resistance. Yeah. And Sean's like, no, screw your plan. I'm going to save my friend. Again, for the second time, like I'm 
guys, I'm dealing with my bullshit, not your yeah. little yeah. Like he's, he, how many times does he have to say it? <laughs> yeah, he's he's very consistent as a character. I'll say right, that. Yeah, it's. I don't know why they would still go through the whole plan because they're like just invade your place. Like oh, they got to know the plan, right? Or they just you think? Yeah, I would think so, but they don't seem to think so. So well, they whatever. just thought he, he was followed there, so they don't. Think oh, maybe a, yeah. a mole yet. Then you uh, meet up with your old buddy, Bryman, and he's like, hey, we'll set up some wiretaps. Here's some Nazi shit, blah, blah, blah. But eventually you, uh, he tells you that he, they find out where Veronique is and they find out that there's a turncoat. Mm. And Interesting. We call them rats. Yeah. Where I'm from. There's some elaborate plan to like take over Zeppelins and stuff and save Veronique. I didn't even write down what it was. It was a dumb plan. Yeah, it was. he's like, really, you're going to make me go in there? In yeah. a Zeppelin, but it works. Yeah, so oh. he, yeah, yeah, it does. I'll give him that. And he's some zep, zip lines, I believe, are involved. Yeah. And whatever. But eventually they break into this, the prison and save Veronique. She was about to be executed, actually. Yeah, she. I believe a guy was executed right next to her before they saved her. Yep. And then eventually save her, go back to the headquarters, and uh, Luke's like, oh, man, it's good to see you. Yeah, she's all cool with it. She's like, I know, Luke's Luke's all about this resistance. So yeah, yeah. Can't blame like, Whatever. And he's like, hey, Luke, there's a turncoat in the ranks. And he's like, hey, man, nothing we can do. We got to go through with the plan. Which I even wrote seems pretty dumb, but. Mm. <laughs> and then there's like, let's load the car with explosives and we're going to blow it up. And that's going to be the symbol for the re- the rebels to attack. So you got to go in this race, win. And he's like, I ain't racing. Fuck that. So then eventually they're like, well, the Tory's going to race instead. Yep. Someone's got to race, guys. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to do it, Sean, then it's got to be Vittori. Yeah. So uh, right before the race starts, Sean and Vittori are talking. And he's Sean's basically like, nope, I'm driving. And he KOs Vittori and he takes over the car. KO! And I even wrote here, isn't Dierker going to know who this guy is? That's what I thought, too. He's trying to pose as a German. Yeah, first he you, he shot your tire out in another race. And then, and then you attacked him in the Zeppelin. I swear, he, I think Dierker's like face blind. <laughs> Maybe. It's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, right? So then there's this bullshit with the race. And uh, during the race, Bryman gets attacked and he's like, oh, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You win the race. You drive the car right at the guys and you blow up the car under the Eiffel Tower, but you jump out just in time. Yeah, you think you're going to kill Dierker with that, right? Yeah, but it doesn't do it. Nope. And then... uh. You find out that Santos was the one betraying you all along. Really? He, he ends up like, guys, Wait, just give stop. up. <laughs> I honestly didn't expect I'll it. get better at the cues, guys. I'll get better at the cues. No, I thought it would be somebody else. Yeah. I, but then, yeah, it makes sense. Santos was a prick to begin with the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Well, he was kind of just a black arms dealer. But. Well, he also said several times during the game, like, he also sent you on a mission to blow up Nazi cigarettes so he could sell cigarettes to the yeah. Nazis. I guess maybe they just paid yeah, him better. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Doesn't matter. But anyway, Santos is the truth. Now we're back. Welcome back whoa, to Plotting whoa, Time. Whoa, whoa, it's got you there. Whoa, coming in hot. Coming in hot. <laughs> uh, as you guys know, that was uh, the saboteur. We talked about it. We enjoyed it. We had fun. You heard our banter. Mm-hmm. It was clever. It was yeah. Man, we are some smart and articulate motherfuckers, right? I know. It's hard to believe we don't write this shit down before we do it. You know? Do you remember what you said from that clip we just played? What was it again? Something about boners, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't Always remember. With the boners. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead. We'll move into our next game here. This is actually a tie, so I forgot to mention that. Sorry. Oh, oh. shit. But the four spot has two games in it. Okay, so this is the other Another four spot. Another 38. This is the other 38 that is also in the four spot. 
It is a game that I played, I think we all played years ago. Years ago. And just got this. It also has a score of 38. It was episode 222. Oh, triple deuces. May 11th. Oh, the, oh, the first 2023. one. 2023. It is Infamous 2. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, I remember that. Was that. this year? <laughs> yeah, a, that was this man. year. I remember after we talked about it, I went back and played it because oh, it was streaming on PlayStation. Yeah, Plus. yeah. And I enjoyed it. I had a great, that's a great game. Yeah, it's like Spider-Man before Spider-Man. Yeah. It really was, yeah. Instead of web slinging, you like electro glide. Yeah, electricity and hover. fly around, whatever the hell. Static. Ah, oh, so fun. Yeah, just all the Empress games were so good. They're really good. They should make another one. I'm, I'm surprised they haven't. Yeah, I mean, they did. What was it? Second Son. Second Son and, and First Light? Yeah. They were like early days of PS4, though. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't made one in a long time. That's surprising. They should bring that shit back. It was great. They're always fun to play. Yeah, Second Son was the one where you, ha- you could steal powers from things. and Who makes that? Insomniac? No. Who makes Spider-Man? Insomniac? <laughs> yeah, Insomniac does make Spider-Man. I okay. think it's the same. He is Insomniac. I thought it was the same. Yeah, I thought that's why they don't make them anymore. No, the Sucker Punch does Sucker this. Punch. Oh, right. okay, yeah. They do this and and uh, Sly, which also we don't have another game about. Yeah, it's true. It's amazing how Insomniac can do, like, Spider-Man. It can do Ratchet and Clank. Like, it's working on several major properties, and Sucker Punch is like, we're just doing one at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... Probably doesn't work for them. That's why they're not doing it anymore. Oh, Sucker Punch also did Ghost of Tsushima. Ooh. Oh, that explains why they don't do anything lately. Too busy making a wide open world. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, I, di- I remember replaying it. Uh, it was a lot of fun. I went on a good run because you had the the ice launch thing. Yeah, yeah. The ice launch power where you could just stand there, launch, and then start flying. And, and that, that was still, yeah, that was by far the best move in any of them. It kind of made... The whole level that's like flooded over, worthless. Yeah, because it didn't matter. You just fl- jump out of the water. Oh right, yeah. But that was like one of the few games I'd play both ways too. Play it again, you know. That's a good point because I do remember going through the evil. Yeah. Section. I remember the evil section being like cartoonishly evil. <laughs> yeah. But it was, it was more cartoonishly evil in the first one because the quote the evil playthrough you were playing with what's her name and you would absorb her powers next and then oh right 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 a lot of her stuff was she felt some kind of connection to the beasts not the beast beast but like these these creatures yeah the creatures in the swamp and she wanted to use them against the beast and instead you killed them all and she's like what are you doing oh my god yeah my babies my babies but Nyx is a great character. Uh, Cole's a great character. His fucking bro, who spent the entire game apologizing to him. He's been a dick in every Well, he was a fucking dick. Yeah, he was. What the hell was his name? Nelson. No. Quidditch. <laughs> Qu- no. Nelson Quidditch. Hank. No. Hank? Spank? No. It Frank. might be Spank. It could be. Stink. Stink face. Clint. No. Cl- Scarface. Uh, I'm bringing it up right now. Clobber. Zeke. 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 Oh. Yeah. So close. Clobber was right there. <laughs> and you had Kessler show up. Who, who Kessler was is you. Future Cole. Oh, shit. Spoiler. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spoiler for a game any, that came out in Infamous 1. If you didn't listen to that episode. 2012, this game? 2011, this game came out. We're allowed to spoil it. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's 12 years ago. I mean, I mean, the podcast is about spoiling games. I know, for real. Yeah, that's our whole thing. <laughs> we explain everything that happened in the game. Uh, yeah, Almost so that, flawlessly. That was Infamous 2. How about you listen to us talk about it right now? Well, uh, the game stores, so the basic 
recap of the first infamous game, which we do much better in our podcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but uh, basically, Cole is a what is called a conduit, gets powers. And he has to try and stop the beast, which is the big baddie from the first, uh, whatever happens. Anyway, you're in a, t- a city called Empire City, which is an- analogous to New York. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, Lucy Quo's there, who I believe is... Like your FBI contact in the first game, maybe? I don't know for sure. No, that's no, a not. different woman. Okay. But no, this is just a random woman. This is just a different a FBI new agent, contact. Yeah. Okay. I think she might have shown up at the end of the first game. I don't exactly remember. Because I saw a synopsis of the two that lasted like 10 minutes. Yeah, I just thought, well, she knows John White, too. That's kind of why I was thought it was the same one. Gotcha. But anyway, she's like, hey, uh, there's this guy in New Marais, which is kind of the New Orleans of this world. He's like, he knows how to get you new powers. All right, let's go there. But in the meantime, Empire City gets attacked by the Beast, which is a kaiju-type human being. More like Attack on Titan, I guess. Yeah, Attack on Titan. I just want because I didn't realize this as we were reading. I've played both these games. I, I believe you guys. Have you guys played I've, them? I've played both of them. I remember I played a lot. at least the first one. I remember the maps, because I was watching this. I'm like, oh, I remember exactly where he is. I don't remember. Yeah, I know. I, that did not feel... Yeah. So, <laughs> the... Uh, Woman from previously who was working with John in the first game was a was a liar. She was not yeah. an FBI agent. And then Quo came in at the end of the game saying, I was actually John's partner. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. This is how we could do this. Word so that's up. how they move forward. But anyway, the game starts out with you fighting the beast in a very God of War type beginning where you fight some monster. Right. And you end up kind of beating him, but he kind of wins too and ends up destroying Empire City and your powers are kind of like he you say broken. Oh shit, that's a bingo spot. Yeah, you lose all your powers. Not all of them, but you're kind of drained a little bit. Yeah. And the the beast just, you know, came back. And then Cole starts uh waxing poetic about not having enough power to stop the beast. So we're gonna go and get super powerful. So they start heading towards New Marais. And while they're doing this, the beast is just going down the east coast, destroying cities after city. Yeah. See, they don't show you that. Do they? No, they don't show you that, but I fucking love it when you hit the pause menu. Yeah, and it has the the map of the U.S. and it just shows where the beast is, the trail he's going down. Yeah, (laughs) I I love it. It's just so it makes it just a little bit more tense. Yeah, like the whole game. It's great. Do you have a time limit? No, no. It's just by the mission. How far you go in the story? Yeah, okay. So after a bunch of bullshit, you get to Numeray, and uh. It's kind of run by a group called the Militia, sort of a bunch of rednecks that take over. Right. Mm-hmm. Classic South shit. Yeah, <laughs> basically. And so you just go looking for power. And then Cole has like a flashback where he's like, hey, I used to, I came here and I learned parkour here, which is pretty interesting. <laughs> when it was destroyed by the flood, which I guess is the Hurricane oh, Katrina. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Jumping from rooftop to rooftop. Yeah. No cops around. At least they had they explained how he became good at parkour. <laughs> yeah, he was a uh, parkour before the first game started. He was into it. Yeah, he was a bike messenger. Yeah, this is way past the first game in the past. Oh yeah, I'm just saying he didn't get electrical powers and parkour skills. Oh yeah, he was doing parkour before. <laughs> yeah, that would be a shitty conduit skill, huh? <laughs> what happened? Like I can parkour. <laughs> but some of them can turn into fucking kaiju's. It's yeah. very confusing yeah. these powers. <laughs> yeah, they're random, I guess. Some have yeah. freezing powers. Oh, then someone's going to get your fucking dreaded power, which is you can guess somebody's hat size. Yeah. Oh, sick. I can microwave burritos. <laughs> like perfectly every that's, time. That's why I'm the worst Highlander. 
Anyway, you eventually figure out that you should go see Dr. Wolf because he was the guy who invented ray spheres. He knows a lot about sphere energy, which is what gave you your powers from the first game mm-hmm. and uh, uh, unlocks other conduits. So yes. you go see him and he's like, hey, man, my blast core was stolen. You got to find it for me. So, all right, you eventually hunt it down, get it. Then you get a call from him and he's like, oh, good. And then there's an explosion. You're like, no. What? <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter. You go find him again. And he's like, hey, I built this thing called a ray inhibitor, ray field inhibitor, which uh, can shut down the beast's powers and like kind of stop him from destroying everybody. But it's not powerful enough yet. And you got to find blast cores to gain to get enough power to do this. Because conveniently, if you run electricity through a blast core, it releases ray energy and is absorbed by whoever's around. Yeah, so only he can do it. Because he's electric. He's electric. Yeah. And everyone else has different powers. So you but do that, it. Oh, go ahead. I also like how that's another upgrade mechanic then. Is yeah. when you find one of those, you get a new power. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. But uh, so the ray sphere, if exploded, would kill every normal person and basically like unlock the people that have the conduit gene. Yes. And he then he built a ray field inhibitor, the RFI. Which does the, the opposite. opposite. Yeah. Gotcha. Which they figure is the only way they can beat the beast which makes sense i mean it's as good as plan as any right yeah it's better than trying to hit him with electricity again i still don't understand why they like all the other people who were conduits which i guess there weren't many at this point right it seems like there's a lot <laughs> yeah. yeah isn't doesn't it travel around the world or is it just like radiation that goes slowly it's radiation kind of that okay they explain it later yeah all right well yeah so you run electricity through this blast core and uh you start absorbing all these power and you pass out then you wake up, and they're like, oh, man, I kind of feel stronger. And then they have you know, a bunch of random filler quests. And then Quo tells you how her and John, they knew they were conduits, and that's why they were selected to infiltrate the First Sons, which is the bad guys from the first game. Right. Oh, that right, makes right. sense. Which was run by Kessler. So mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Then, then you uh, figure out that also that the militia took Wolf, and it's kind of torturing him. And it, the militia is run by a rich guy named Bertrand who is just too realistic in this time of day. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of stuff really hit home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, back then, there's no way a huge bigot could lead a bunch of rednecks into a point of power, right? <laughs> that would never happen. But guess what? He's having a rally. Who would do that? Who would do that? Good old birdie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Papa Scotch, I love that quote. I would, <laughs> who, who would do that? <laughs> Anyway, so they're at this rally later on in the day, and uh, Cole's trying. Uh, did I ever mention that your name's Cole? You play yeah. Cole McGrath. Okay, he's kind of watching the rally from a, f- and uh, his buddy Zeke is there, who is a dick in the first game, and he's trying to make up for it in this one. Yeah, he's a totally different person in this one. Well, he really did fuck up in the first game. Yeah. So. What did he do in the first game? Listen to our podcast and find out. Oh, oh did you just, I, did you forget what he does? No, he uh, blew up a ray sphere. To didn't try he, to get powers. He didn't get any powers. Okay, mm. I, I, I forgot. I forgot what he did. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But uh, then the rally starts getting attacked by these kind of like feral monsters that are, uh, they kind of look like dead space monsters a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got like the the sort of praying mantis arm things. Yeah. That's, I, that's the vibe I got. They're bio-recombinated. Yeah, that's what it is. 
There's like, was it the Dead Space 2008? Yeah, this doesn't matter. Anyway, as you're saying, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. But anyway, Bertrand runs away and then a bunch of bullshit and you have to fight a helicopter. That's oh, yeah. You get clotheslined off the top of a limo with a fucking helicopter. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that had to hurt. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. So, blah, 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 some other stuff. There's a lot of time where you can do random quests and stuff going on in here and go searching for blast shards. So you eventually follow Bertrand's interrogator who likes to go gamble. So you're like, all right, he's going to come out here. I'll follow him wherever he goes. He's got to be torturing Wolf for answers, right? So we'll just follow him. So you do that. And as you're, then you find Wolf and then another monster attack, a bigger monster called a Ravager. Ooh. Doesn't matter. You eventually beat the Ravager. Then you escape with Wolf and you're on a truck and you're like, oh, let's get out of here. And you're driving, driving, driving. And then you're hit by another truck. Oh, shit. Oh, that's right. And you yep. get, you get thrown from it. And, uh. Wolf, wolf, gets, wolf gets killed. <laughs> no. And Quo gets captured because Quo helps you try and get through. Uh, mm-hmm. Poor wolf. And then Cole's like, man, what can I do? This is just being a pain in the ass. I got to stop the beast, blah, blah, blah. And then Z calls and he's like, hey, man, I'm kind of like in the militia now. I kind of know where Quo is. <laughs> I love that. He's just like went undercover. Yeah. yeah. He fit right in with the rednecks. Yeah. yeah I mean, we were all thinking it. He looks yeah. like Elvis. Right. Yeah, like one of those fat Elvis cooler, impersonators. But cooler. Anyway, he's like, I heard there's a there's a conduit in the swamp you should go look for. In the moonshine shacks? Yeah. <laughs> so you go to the swamp, and it ends up not being Quo who's out there, but another woman named Nyx, who is a conduit. And she has like, a, I don't know if it's like oil, napalm type stuff she throws at people and can burn. Yeah. She can also like teleport. Like Night Stalker. With- yeah, kind of like Night Stalker with napalm powers. Yeah. Interesting stuff. It's pretty sick. I'll say that. It it's is like sick cool. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she kind of like hates the militia too. And she's like, hey, maybe we'll work together. We don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, you do find a blast core there. Oh, nice. like, cool. And Nick's like, here, have it. You're like, <laughs> all right. So you go and uh, hang out with Zeke and use the blast core because he watches you while you pass out. Yeah, really watches you. He's yeah. usually passed out when you wake up. Yeah. <laughs> And I wrote down the power it gives you because I thought it was the coolest power in the game. I remember using it a lot. The power of the vortex power, you kind of just like throw and that fucking tornado goes out ahead of you. Oh, oh yeah. that was awesome. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime there's a, a bunch of enemies one. in front of you, you just fucking do it. Right. Because it, it does massive damage and it pushes everyone away. Yeah. yeah. And when you're in those nice fights, one. it gets a little... It's a little hairy when everyone's in close. So then, uh, oh, well, go ahead. I was just gonna say that power I specifically remember, and the only one I remembered before watching the video was the tether. Oh, I, I only remembered that one, and then the ice jump because the ice jump was. I awesome. forgot all about the ice jump, yeah. but watching the gameplay videos, I'm like, yes, yeah, it's pretty like ice jump, hover, tether somewhere. Yeah, it was cool. uh, the beginning of Spider-Man yeah. movement. Yeah, right. Yeah, there were definitely a lot of Spider-Man uh, parallels, but makes sense. So then, uh, Zeke is like, "Hey, man." This guy Bertrand is storing his deviants somewhere. So uh, maybe he has Quo where he's keeping all of them. It's got to be it. And he's like, well, there, she's on this plantation. We'll have to go there. Oh, um, by the way, there's two different ways to go in the story, the good and the bad. I'm going to do the good story because that's the canon one. We yeah. can talk about the bad one after. No, it's not canon. Yeah, it is. The bad ending is canon. Are you sure? Is it? Yeah. That's why they never made an infamous three. Well, They did, though. Oh, yeah. they didn't with Cole. Because well, m- more people played the good ending. It's, I don't know. I watched some video about it, but I don't, okay. know. I don't know if it's true. Well, no, that'd be the good ending. More people played the good ending. Yeah, but they wanted to keep going. The actual writer wanted to make a three with... Oh, you're right. The bad ending being the canon, but it didn't work out. Either way, we got Festival of Blood out of it. That's fucking sick, and I can't wait to do uh, that one. I know, but it kind of made you think of if you could fly in Infamous and realized why you couldn't, because it was just too good. 
<laughs> yeah. Nice. So anyway, you're doing this stuff, and then uh, you eventually plant, attack this plantation, and uh, you find out in like some sub basement or whatever that Quo is there, and she's tied to this device, and there's a she's kind of like really cold, and you eventually save her and you get her out, and uh, you find out that she's also had her powers unlocked because of Bertrand. <gasps> and you eventually find out mm-hmm. that they were he was stealing her powers and trying to give them to other people. Oh my god, did it work? I don't know. We'll find out. <gasps> But you eventually get her out, and she needs to rest. So you're like, all right, let me go turn power on other places and do some other quests, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you eventually come back to her, and she's like, oh, I'm no longer an agent because I have ice powers. So they <laughs> kicked me out of the FBI. Why would they kick her out? I don't know. Yeah, don't you think they'd use her as like at least an undercover or something? She could be very useful if yeah. she still cared about the she law. She could have still done her job. Yeah, what the hell? It doesn't matter. Well, they're very strict about who they hire, I guess. So. I guess so. But you do some bullshit teaching her how to control her powers and you combine her powers with her and stuff. And uh, you eventually, like, you all start seeing plague victims because the, there's a plague going around in the world and people are dying from it. It started in Empire City. and <gasps> I wonder what started it. Yeah, who knows? I don't so, think we'll ever know, guys. Yeah. No. So you eventually, screwing around, doing things with Quo, you find out another blast corner graveyard in the graveyard. And... Uh, you're like, all right, I'll use that one. So you use that one, whatever. And uh, after you use that one, you wake up. You're like, uh, Nix calls you. And she's like, hey, I want to sh- show you something. And you're like, all right. So you go to the swamp and you visit her. She takes you through this long swamp thing, fighting off monsters and bullshit. And she takes you in the, to a spot where there's a huge crater in the ground, a lot like the one that you made in Infamous 1 when you used the ray sphere. She's going to tell us her story? Yeah, she does tell us her story and how she became a does conduit. She? Yeah. Get the fuck out. She says that uh, Bertrand brought all the poor and the homeless and people and stuff there and uh, used the race sphere there and killed everybody, which is her whole family and whatnot. And the only people who survived were her and Bertrand. So you kind of Damn. deduce that Bertrand is a conduit also. So I deduce that it's a small percentage chance that you're a conduit. So did I wonder if he did it? Was he a conduit already? Or he did, had did to he know. Like, I gotta try. I I don't know. Well, he there's also this side story that he was making Doctor Wolf do things for him, which I kind of skipped. So I think I had something. To do oh, that. maybe. Yeah. Sure. But uh, then you find all that out, and so whatever. And Zeke's like Zeke gives you a call. And he's like, Hey man, I found that machine they used to torture Quo. And he's like, They've been driving around town. You gotta stop him because he's using it to make. Other people conduits, uh, and he's storing it in Fort Philippe. Okay. So we're gonna attack it and destroy the device. And you have a choice to do the good or bad thing here. Eventually. Oh, it's one of the moral choice sections. Yeah. Well, is they, this the one where they're like free them or, or turn kill them, them all? Yeah. yeah. There's like you try and get medicine for the the militia and try and get more people on your side to storm the fort, or if you just want to get monsters to storm the fort and shit. Yeah. Doesn't matter. I mean, there nope. there are plenty of these spots where they give you, like, the moral choice, and it determines what kind of powers you get. Yeah. But but it really encourages you to either go whole hog on the good side or the bad side. Yeah, it does. Because otherwise you, you won't get the best versions of either power if you just do, like, a mix. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. I like to be neutral. Get all the powers. Yeah, maybe I'm having a weird day, and I want to kill everybody and send my monsters after people. Yeah, you never know. But anyway, you eventually storm the fort. Bunch of attack and things. A bunch of people shooting you, blah, blah, blah. You eventually get to uh, the transfer device, which is the device they used on Quo. And uh, Nix is like, hey, man, we should just all swap power so we all have the powers. 
I'm down for that. And Quo's like, well, you should destroy it. And he's like, well, why don't I just use it and then destroy it? Genius. Yeah, it's nice. So you eventually decide who you're going to swap powers with. Can you pick either one here? Yeah. Oh. And uh, you, in the good version, anyway, the good story, you swap a Quo, and then you end up getting ice powers. If you pick Nyx, you get the other powers. Yeah. I don't really remember her powers too much. Actually. I don't know. I don't think I did. I remember the ice powers, but... I don't think I did play this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely remember playing through as, like, both sides. Yeah, I definitely did, but I only remember using the ice powers. I don't remember ever using Nyx's. I think there's, like, some variants of the exact same ones for ice, though, you know? Yeah, but... but instead of ice freezing things, it explodes things or something like that. But ice, you had the cool jump. That's the only thing I remember. Mm-hmm. It's true. So you use it, and then it kind of blows up itself... And you and Quo are kind of incapacitated a little bit, and Bertrand gets on a helicopter and leaves. And you're like, well, I should have waited till I got Bertrand to do that. But mm-hmm. then you kind of wake up, and he's like, well, Quo didn't get any powers, but you kind of did. And the chopper crashed, so let's go find Bertrand. <laughs> mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Easy. So you go find the crash chopper, which is weird because here the antagonist is in the crash chopper, not the protagonist. Whoa. It kind of... Mixed up the formula on us here. <laughs> but you end up fighting this huge monster, a behemoth kind of swamp monster type thing. Has poisonous breath, whatever. You beat it, and then as as it's kind of dying and poisoning itself away, you find that you see Bertrand kind of get up and run away. And you're like, Bertrand is the behemoth in here. Oh my goodness. What? <laughs> That's his power. Yeah, it's like the third time he ran away so far in the story, too. I know. So you're like, well, I can't find him. He got away. Let's go to Flood Town because there's stuff there. Mm-hmm. And the cold guys have taken over because Bertrand made a whole bunch of soldiers with Quo's powers. So now they're just flying around doing stuff. Just ice soldiers everywhere. Yep. And uh, a guy named LaRoche who runs the resistance to the militia. He's kind of the good guys. I don't know. He's kind of a dick. He's a Vietnam vet. You watch your mouth. Still a dick. <laughs> He's still a dick. And very young for a Vietnam vet, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I was going to say. He should be in like this 70. Took, this took place in the 90s. Anyway. <laughs> uh, none of us, can any of us verify that? No. <laughs> I don't, they don't think they ever see the year. They don't. But he's like, hey, you can help all my people and set up med stations and take out bad guys. And uh, I might have a blast core for you. Just do this stuff. So you're like, all right. So you do all this kind of stuff. And you're trying to convince LaRoche to give you the blast core. Blah, blah, blah. And then uh, eventually you run back into Quo and she's like, hey, I found Wolf's journal from that blast. And he's talking about the plague. Oh. And then you find out that the plague is called by Rayfield radiation. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Can you believe it? The stuff that makes conduits is also what's causing the plague around. Makes sense. Does now it? Now it's all coming of together. Of course it does. It's like radiation. Yeah. And so anyway, <laughs> the Wolf built the RFI that you're trying to power up to stop the plague. So you're like, oh, okay. Well, if I can stop the plague and stop the beast, I guess that's kind of good. Yeah, win-win. Mm-hmm. And then eventually LaRoche is like, hey, man, here's the blast core. And you fucking use it. And you're, you try and, after you wake up, you try powering the R5, and you're still not strong enough. You're like, god damn it. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> you meet, <laughs> meet back up with Nixon and Quo, and of course they're arguing. And they're like, hey, Bertrand's in this trading yard where he stores people, and he's making monsters. We should go stop him. And Nix is like, I got monsters myself. We can attack with them. And Quo's like, no, we shouldn't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Take pictures. Try and mm-hmm. expose them to the masses. So you eventually go to the train yard, take pictures of all these people stored in cages and whatnot. And you eventually get pictures of Bertrand making new monsters. 
What? Get yeah. Can you, can you believe it? He can it? do that? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know. It's crazy, right? What? Phase his. Then uh, you take a picture of Virgil. And we're back. Hi, guys. Thanks for coming back <laughs> from that clip. Uh, I thought we were very articulate, funny, and I don't know Maybe how. Maybe one of our best episodes ever. It might be. I don't know how you. We were all just on it that day. It, we, we really we were. were. And I don't really understand how. You can somehow tell how handsome we are through that recording, but you I can. thought I was thinking the same. Yeah, right. I like closed my eyes and I was like, "Jeez, these are." Three I mean, sexy. I could just look at you now, but uh, that's true. But, <laughs> but, but the viewer, the viewers, the listeners, I th- you just felt yeah. a vibe. I'm looking at my stuff here. Infamous Two was the highest one I rated out of those three. Wow. Yeah. Uncharted Three, I scored 13. Infamous Two, I scored 14. That was the what beginning of the Saturday vibe tour? before the vibe. Oh, man. 11. It's the vibe before the vibe. Yeah. Like you just said. yeah. So I, uh, I know one game that's going to be in our top five because we just did it like three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, we did. And the other one I'm not sure of yet. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is the listeners don't know, and they're going to have to wait till next week to figure out what the oh, number two game is. Oh, we're going to get some emails about this. <laughs> we sure will. Where are they going to send those hate mails to? <laughs> that's a good question. Where are they going to send those emails to, Sir Chompslap? Well, send them to plottytime at gmail.com, and I'll be like, just. Hold on a week, man. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And if you want to get those faster on the socials with more swearing and fan art, how would they do that, Dr. Scientist? Apply time on threads or Instagram, which is basically the same thing. So, And then uh, stop by our subreddit and put all your hate mail there. We won't report any of it, I promise. No, we absolutely will not. You can also go to our uh, YouTube site, like and subscribe there. It really helps us out. Or you can go to plottytime.com, which redirects you to our eBay store, which is legitimate. And that's where you buy our things like our Plotty Time weed skin shirt, which I swear to God is there. I swear to God. <laughs> it's there. It was there when we recorded this. And you know what else is there? Derf shirts are still available. Still. That's, they're still available. Dude, is the crop hoodie still available? I think it is. I think so. <laughs> I think our best-selling is. t-shirt of all time, Plotty Time Hate Stealth Games. That's still there too, sir. Oh. It's crazy. We, uh... Overestimated the inventory, I'll tell you what. but they're all still there. Go buy it. Go support us. We love you. Don't trust Doctor Scientist. Shout out to uh, Blaine JJ Drago the Slago. Uh, and then I am Panex Gamers Little Playground. Luis Guzman. Now don't trust Doctor Scientist. Yeah. And we'll talk to you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.